I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. I command you in the name of Lucifer to spread the blood of the innocent. Welcome, ghouls and goblins. We're here continuing a month of Halloween freshness for you, throwing out some new shit at you, seeing how it sticks. Mm-hmm. I love it Gross. when our shit sticks. <laughs> yeah. I am one of your hosts today in this unusual episode. My name is Kyle. Choose option A to hear Cammy's introduction. Choose option B for me to just continue the episode solo. They chose A. Oh, oh good. Hi, I'm Cammy, and today I'm choosing my own adventure. Do I know what that means? Yes. Am I probably going to die early? Yes. It is very likely. Mm-hmm. All right, so viewers, let me fill you in on what you're going to be hearing today. Uh, on a whim, I brought up, hey guys, what if I wrote us a choose-your-own-adventure Halloween story, and then we just did it on air? Yep. And it, yeah, we, I got a <laughs> resounding that? applause. It's like, Kyle, you're a visionary. Let's do it. It's true. And so I wrote out, is a very, I am not an author. I am not a story structurist. I'm more of a what's going to be funny in this next moment kind of writer. And that's what we need. So, and that's right? exactly what we need. That's what the world needs. If Jesus were alive today, I think he'd remove his crown of thorns and place it upon my head. Because <laughs> I am what the world needs more than him. Okay, no, no that's, that's blasphemy. Baby Jay, I'm sorry. Uh... Okay, so the story I have concocted for all of us here today is The Case of the Spicy Cake, a Castelny Twins Mystery, mm. starring Cammie as Cammie, and Jarrett as Jarrett. Yes. Um, but today's going to work a little differently. Uh, yes, due to scheduling conflicts, Cammie's having a baby. Um, <laughs> yes, we're going to be recording none of the work. <laughs> One read-through where I'm chilling with Cammy, and the second read-through, I'll be chilling with Jarrett, and we'll see which of them does better. My money is on Jarrett. We'll see. So is it know. just I... over once I die? Uh, depending on where you die and how long it is, like okay. you can go back a decision or two and try and change your fate. Okay. You have a magic stopwatch that jumps you back one decision. <laughs> okay, sounds good. And the I'm choices excited. are all A, B, or C. There is a little bit of stuff I'm going to be keeping track of for you, mm-hmm. but all of your all of your decisions matter. This is no telltale style um, illusion of choice, diamond shaped storytelling here. Okay. This is <laughs> cool. multiple multiple <laughs> endings, multiple interactions. Beautiful. You can you can find love. You can uh, start a life of crime. You can have you can meet a werewolf if you do something right, and awesome. that's always a fun thing. Okay. I got it all in here. Replayability. That's what the kids want from their choose-your-own-adventure internet books. It's true. You can make Cammy and Jarrett fight to the death Mortal Kombat style. That's one of my favorite routes. I can't wait. 
All right. So let me tell you, you know, a little inside cover back of the book synopsis about what's going on. The Castelny twins, world famous crime fighters, uh, receive a strange letter inviting them to a party in a castle. The hostess, Miss Bunnylegs, asks for your presence <laughs> to prevent a murder. She claims a ghost has cursed the castle, and she moved the castle to escape the curse, but it might not have worked. There's also a chance someone will take advantage of her superstition and hysteria and try and kill her and blame the ghost. She is a terrible person with a lot of enemies. And so it's up to our crime-fighting twins to go there and find the killer and save the day. Can they do it? Only time will tell. All right. So, you, uh, the two of you receive an anonymous or a mysterious letter. Choice number one, who opens it? Uh, Jarrett, Cammy, neither. Yeah, Jarrett, Cammy, or neither. Oh, uh, neither. Just kidding. Uh, me. I'm going to open it. <laughs> neither, w- neither would have ended the story. So that's a... <laughs> you said you? Yes. All right. Since you're the one who can read, that was the good decision. The letter requests... <laughs> Your mystery-solving skills at the newly reassembled Welsh Castle, which is located in the exact center of America, to solve a murder that has yet to happen. Do you accept the invite, call the chief and see what he thinks, or do nothing? Throw the letter away. Um, what's option A? Option A was accept the invitation and go. Yeah, let's do that. All right, you arrive at the castle. Jarrett is equipped with a scarf, a magnifying glass, a hat full of knives, and some cocaine. He's just <laughs> doing a whole uh, Sherlock Holmes look here. Okay. Cammy, you have a leather jacket, cool sunglasses, and a fire axe disguised as an umbrella. <laughs> cool. You are greeted by the butler, Mr. Bigglesby, who offers to take your hat and umbrella. Do you A... Make an excuse and keep all your tools on hand. C, put him in his place. Or that was B, sorry. B, put him in his place. Or C, kill him and declare yourself the killer. Um, I'm going to go with A. A, make an excuse and keep all your tools for yourself. Yes. This is your voice talking. My twin and I just finished eating nachos, actually, and our hands are all greasy and cheesy, and we'd hate for you to get that on your nice, clean butler hands. He nods in agreement. He hates cheese. <laughs> and you enter with all of your sleuthing tools on hand. Do you A, enter the ballroom, or B, put him in his place regardless? <laughs> um, let's enter the ballroom. All right. You see a lavish ballroom with a couple of cheap Halloween decorations here and there. The detective senses you've spent 11 books honing, kicking the gear, and you immediately move to interrogate your suspects. Do you talk to A, the hostess, Mrs. Bunnylegs? B, talk to Rear Admiral Mustard? <laughs> C, talk to a Mr. Legs? His name and joke didn't really fan out as well as I wanted it to, so he's just Still Mr. Funny, Legs Kyle. instead of Daddy. <laughs> um, I'm going to... Uh, I got a couple more. Got a couple more, sorry. Oh, okay, uh, D, talk to Madam Prima Mozzarella. Or E, talk to the butler. Or F, actually, the suspects aren't very sus, and you want to go explore somewhere else. Um, I want to talk to whoever Madame Prima Mozzarella is. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that is a wonderful choice to start with. Sounds delicious. All right. 
you approach Miss Prima Mozzarella as she's smoking <laughs> seductively by a window. Do you start your conversation with, hello, ma'am, we have some questions for you? Or, don't you know, smoking will kill you? Um, B. CC, she says. Dressing on the side, C. <laughs> Do you respond with, no, we have questions about the murder? Or, playing coy, huh? Um, A. I like your hat, C. <laughs> Do you respond with, A, do you speak English? Or B, thanks, it's full of knives. <laughs> B. All right. <laughs> no, 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 she says. Uh, where is the, uh, how do you say, uh, uh, library? A, do you have a translator nearby? Or B, library? Are you saying we need to be quiet? <laughs> um, A. She responds, I am Signora Prima Mozzarella. Do you have my reservation? And you realize that she absolutely does not speak English. <laughs> oh, great. Do you, A, talk to someone else, or B, you just keep at, keep at it? <laughs> I'm going to talk to someone else. I can't do this. All right. Really, that conversation makes a lot more sense if you talk to literally anyone else first. Let me just say your choices are Rear Admiral Mustard, a Mr. Legs, Mrs. Bunny Legs, or the Butler. I'll talk to Mrs. Bunny Legs. Excellent choice. I'm a good detective. You're doing great so far. You found Thank you. You found the Italian, which is usually the, the killer. All right. You approach Mrs. Bunny Legs. She is sitting in the center of a circle of salt, surrounded by jugs of holy water, clutching a cleaver that someone has clearly written anti-ghost knife on. Do you A, ask about all of her weird stuff? B, tell her what a lovely party this is? Or C, ask if she's the killer? Um, I, I'm going to go with option B. Option B. Tell her what a lovely party this is. Yeah. I'm nice. You Polite. are. Polite. Before getting down into the nitty gritty. You're the good cop. You make them feel safe. And that's when they start spilling the beans. Uh-huh. The old switcheroo. <clears throat> oh, yes. I do hope everyone has a lovely time. Maybe if the party is fun enough, no one will care when a ghost appears and kills someone. Do you A, ask about the ghost? B, talk to someone else. She's a crazy. Um, all right, bunny legs. What's this about a ghost? All right, she tells you about the ghost. The ghost compendium is in a different section. Take all time. right. The story of the ghost. You are told by Mrs. Bunny Legs that the ghost is the spirit of an old woman named Mrs. or Madam, let's go with Madam, I do too many Mrs. Madam <laughs> Puffelhuff, an ancient Welsh queen, who was killed in this very castle on her birthday. Oh my god. And now, anytime someone throws a party in the castle, she appears and kills someone. Goodness. And then she tells you that you are her only hope. Uh, if it appears, you have to save her. Do you A, promise to help and then leave to talk to another guest? Or B, ask her about the human suspects in this potential murder. Um, ask her about the human suspects. Excellent choice. Well, she says, the rear admiral hates, admiral hates me for moving this castle. He's an architecture freak. Mr. Legs has said if he can't have me, no one can. <laughs> Prima Mozzarella is jealous that I can speak English. <laughs> 
and I've actually been slowly poisoning Mr. Bigglesby since the first day I hired him, so if he found out about that, he'd probably be upset. Oh, no. Do you A, ask why she has so many enemies, B, <laughs> ask if she has ever thought about killing any of them, or C, tell her the ghost knife is fake, real ones are green and glow in the dark? <laughs> um... I'm going to ask her why she has so many enemies. That was one of my options, right? Yes. Well, dearies, you see, I enjoy hurting other people. Their pain is the only thing that brings joy to these weary old bones. Do you respond with A, that's messed up. B, you stay professional and you continue investigating. Or C, agree with her. Um, I'm going to say that's messed up. How very rude. I don't need you detectives judging me or my lifestyle. Now, shape up or ship out. Do you either A, keep investigating, or B, quit and go home? Um, I'm going to keep investigating. All right. I don't know if this is going to come up again. Uh, would you like to ask her about any of the other suspects specifically? Yes, I would like to talk to the rear admiral. No, do you want to ask her about the... Oh. Rear Admiral, or you want to ask her about I some, want of, to ask some of the other her people? About the Rear Admiral. All right. Can I do that? <laughs> yes. Okay. So about the Rear Admiral. Yes. Rear Admiral Mustard, a veteran of the Vietnam War. Rear Admiral Mustard is a very silly man. He survived the war because he was so delightful. No one let him do anything dangerous. After the war, he pursued his love of classic architecture. Uh, touring the world, looking at castles and mansions and stuff. Cool. And he has a particular hate for Miss Bunnylegs, because, mm. as I stated earlier, this is a Welsh castle she had moved from Wales to the exact center of America. And it's kind of <laughs> like with Star Wars, where like if you take it out of the box, it loses its value. Sure. And so yeah. he does not like her. Would you like to ask about any of the other suspects? Um, not for now. Maybe we'll do something else. All right. Do you want to go and talk to rear ad the rear admiral? Sure. I really should have marked down where these conversations started. I'm, really I'm so sorry. Here. No, it's fine. So you approach the rear admiral. He is at the buffet, stacking cheese cubes to look like a little house. Do you A, knock down the house, <laughs> B, compliment the house, or C, get right to the questioning? Um, I am going to compliment the house. It's a nice house. It's a fine house. It is. Oh, why, thank you. Although I do think the two-car garage might have been a little corny. You see he's made two corn cob cars and put them in the garage. <laughs> Good one, sir. Uh, what can I do for you? Do you A, ask if he's the killer? B, ask who he thinks the killer is? Or C, ask him about the other guests? Um, B. Ask who he thinks the killer is. The rear admiral does not believe there will be a killer. He thinks that we're all just friends here. We're trying to get along. And it's really? just, it's going to be a good night. Yeah, he, he doesn't believe in all this ghost or killer malarkey. Hmm. Do you A, insist that there will be a murder? Or B, make a bet that there will be a murder? Make a bet. Deal, he says, almost a little too quickly. And he calls someone over to officiate the deal. Now, if someone doesn't die, you'll owe him $5 million. What? 
Yeah. He bets oh, no. big. Shit. Okay. Well. All right. You can either ask him about other suspects or you can go and speak to other suspects. Um, I'll go speak to other suspects. All right. I believe all you have left are Mr. Daddy Longlegs or the butler. Legs. He is my least favorite character because I made a joke. Like, they all have a kind of a joke attached to him. And his just did not flower out the way the I'm others so did. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, you would have to talk to him eventually. You poor it's my own boy. fault for... Okay. So you approach Mr. Legs. He's sitting next to a fountain, licking his fingers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you A, lick your fingers too? <laughs> B, ask him to stop licking his fingers? Or C, ask what his fingers taste like? Uh, you know, I'm going to go with option A. I'm going to lick my fingers, too, to get him to trust me. All right. So you start licking your fingers, and he starts talking to you. Oh, detectives, lovely to see you. Mm. <laughs> what can I do for you? What can I do to you? Oh, I mean for you. Oh, no. Do you A, make out with him in the closet for a bit? B, ask if he's the killer? Or C, tell him to keep it in his pants? I'm going to make out with him for a little bit. It's a good option. All right. Oh, detectives, that was lovely. It's <laughs> even better than Mrs. Bunnylegs. <gasps> oh, you do don't you, say. Do you A, make out with him again? B, ask if he wants to kill Mrs. Bunnylegs? Or C, tell him he's a bad kisser? I'm going to ask if he wants to kill Mrs. Bunnylegs. Oh. Of all the things I'd like to do to her, does killing number in them? Mm? <laughs> yes. Ask if he's going to do it tonight, or declare him the prime suspect. Um, I'm going to declare him the prime suspect in my head, so he doesn't know. No, you got to tell him. Oh. That's, that's the, de the declare part. Okay. Yep. Okay, there we go. Mmm, I love the sound of that. What will you do next? Mmm. <laughs> but I have no plans to kill today. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> do you A, ask about the other suspects? Or B, ask when he does have plans to kill? Um, I'm gonna ask about his plans. Mmm, July 4th at a barbecue. But that's not your concern today, detectives. Mm. Do you A, ask if you can come to his barbecue, or B, tell him not to do that, please? Um, I'd ask him not to do it, please. He says okay, but he starts licking his hands again, so you're really not sure what he's going to do. Do you want to keep questioning him, or do you want to walk away? I'm going to walk away. That's a good choice. He was fun to make out with, but that's it for me. A one-case stand, as they call it in the detective game. Yes, precisely. All right. All you have left to interrogate is the butler, Mr. Bigglesby. Okay. All right, so you approach the butler. <clears throat> yes, I'm Mr. Bigglesby, the butler for Mrs. Bunnylegs, for the last 97 years. <laughs> I was hired by her after the war, and we've been together ever since. I know everything there is to know about her, and then some. Hmm. Do you ask him about A, Mrs. Bunnylegs' past, 
B, who he thinks the killer is, or C, if he's the killer? Um, I'm going to ask him about her past. All right, so he tells you that Mrs. Bunnylegs is a very wealthy heiress who has spent her life buying orphanages and turning them into steakhouses. (laughs) The only thing she likes more than buying orphanages is throwing parties and inviting people who hate her. She loves rubbing her wealth in other people's faces. You'd think people wouldn't go to those kinds of parties, but damn, can she put together a goodie bag. (laughs) And tonight, she thinks one of her guests will kill her if the ghost doesn't get her first. Hmm. Her top suspect is the ghost. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Why would a ghost commit murder? What do they have to gain? All right, he continues by saying, But I would never let anything happen to her. I would gladly lay down my, my, um, ah, blas, what's the word? Do you A, offer the word life, B, offer the word pants, or C, <laughs> say, spit it out, old man? Spit it out, old man. He huffs at you and walks away, offended. Uh-huh. You won't get any more out of him. Crap. I'm so rude. So you have officially spoken with all of the... Suspects. Okay. You can't get any more information out of Mrs. Prima Mozzarella or the butler. If you would like to re-question either Mr. Legs, the rear admiral, or the uh, old lady, Mrs. Bunny Legs, you can. Would you like to? No, thank you. All right. You now have the option to explore the mansion. Do you start by exploring upstairs or downstairs? Upstairs. You go upstairs and notice how. And notice row after row of portraits lining the walls. As you walk by, the eyes seem to follow you and sometimes blink. Do you A, take a picture down to see if there's a spy? B, shrug it off and keep searching? Um, I'm going to shrug it off and keep searching. You ignore the portrait and continue to search upstairs. You find a book of dirty limericks, but no other real clues. (laughs) Do you A, check out the portrait, B, go to the basement, or C, you've investigated enough, go to the ballroom and confront the killer? What was option B? Uh, search the basement. Hmm. I'll search the basement. Yeah. That's the stuff. It's dark and dank down here. Too dank to see. <laughs> Do you okay. A, grab a flashlight, uh, B, grab a torch, or C, attempt to use echolocation to guide you? I'm going to grab um, a, a flashlight. All right. <laughs> And I should mention, theoretically, this is you and Jarrett making these decisions together. Yeah. So there are two of you as we're doing all this stuff. Yeah. Okay. And this was actually a spot where if you guys had both been here, you could have had the option to split the party and one of you goes upstairs and one of you goes downstairs. Ah, uh, damn. I'm sad this didn't work out. <laughs> I'm, I was going to say we can always do it again, but I'm not writing another one of these without <laughs> monetary compensation. I understand. All right, so you're going through the basement with a flashlight, you said? Yes. Okay. Correct. It's like a 
it's like a maze down here. And as you're walking, you start to see rooms. Are they, are they cells? Was this some sort of a dungeon before? <gasps> this would be a great place for a Halloween haunted house type thing, you think to yourself. Suddenly, you see a set of eyes in the darkness. Then another. Then another. Then hundreds of them. A swarm of rats is advancing on you. Oh no. With murder in their beady little eyes. Do you A, throw your light at them and make a break for it? Break for it. B, follow the EPA guidelines to stop, drop, and roll. Or C, tie your, this is you and Jarrett, tying your hair together and declaring yourself a rat king and demanding loyalty from your subjects. Do you know what a rat king is? Uh, I, I guess not. <laughs> it's, I've, I've seen this in a couple other kind of fantasy books, but it's when rats get so like tangled together in like mud and hair and dirt. Oh, yes. That like six or seven of them clump together and then they start moving as one unit mm-hmm. working together. Gross. And so that's what you and Jared are trying to disguise yourself as. Oh, okay. But, um, do you want to do that, throw your light or stop, drop and roll? I'm going to throw my light. And run. Uh, your lights blind the rats long enough for you to start running. Do you A, immediately leave the basement? Rats are too dangerous. Or B, try to go around the rats and explore quickly. I'm going around the rats. All right. You are barely able to look around before you're forced to flee upstairs. All you manage to see is a suspicious old man having tea in one of the cells. Hmm... And so now you are up. Uh, you make it out of the basement, but it's close. Winded, you pondered what to do next. Do you A, go back upstairs? Uh, B, confront the ghost in the... Not the ghost, the, uh, the killer in the ballroom? Or do you C, try and explore the basement again in the dark? Hmm. Hmm. A. A, you go back upstairs. So once again, you're upstairs and you've seen the, the line or the rows of suspicious looking portraits. Do you take a picture down and look or do you shrug it off and keep searching? I'm going to take one down. Ooh. You see eye holes in the wall. There was a spy. You run into the next room and you start pulling books off shelves looking for a secret passage until one is eventually revealed. Do you A, investigate the passage? Uh, B, regroup upstairs? Or do you ignore the passage and you look for clues elsewhere? You need clues, not sex tunnels. Passage. Passage. Sex tunnel. <laughs> do it. The, the Lincoln sex tunnels. Uh, you grab a candle and you enter the tunnel. It, too, is like a maze. Because I forgot I used that adjective when I described both places. Uh, but you're pretty sure you can find your way out if you have to. Suddenly you hear the sounds of someone running towards you. You both brace yourselves back to back in a narrow and are able to subdue your would-be attacker. You drag them out of the tunnels, and you see it's a tall, lanky fellow. Imagine Gollum from Lord of the Rings, but he's a good six and a half feet tall. Oh. Do you A, start with start questioning him as the bad cop, B, start questioning him as the good cop, or C, you pity him, in a way, and you let him go like Bilbo did? <laughs> I'm going to start questioning him as a bad cop. All right. He folds, here, fella. he folds immediately. He is terrified of cops. 
and he'll tell you anything you want to know. Just don't cop him anymore. <laughs> Do you A, ask about the ghost, B, ask about Mrs. Bunnylegs, or C, ask if he believes in love at first sight? <laughs> um, I'm going to ask him about Mrs. Bunnylegs. All right. So in addition to the information you got before about Mrs. Bunnylegs, it is revealed to you that Mrs. Bunnylegs' distant ancestor was a baker who made the cake on the night Mrs. Puffelhuff died at her party. <gasps> the plot thickens. Or should I say, the batter? Oh, hilarious. So after he's done telling you everything he knows, you tell him to scram that he better not try to murder anyone or he'll be sorry. Do you A, double check the basement, or uh, B, return to the ballroom to confront the killer? I'm going to return to the ballroom to confront the killer. I forget if this came up, but the ghost attacks at midnight. Yeah, that came up. At least I think it did. Okay. Oh my god, let's do it. All right, so it is 11.55, and time is almost out. Everyone important has gathered in the ballroom. Do you A, review all the information you've uncovered so far, B, declare your deduction to everyone, or C, give up? You have no clue what's going on. I'm declaring my deduction to everyone. Going all in. Yep. You stand up and point your finger and declare that there can be a lot of options here. A, Mrs. Bunnylegs is the killer. B, Mr. Bigglesby the butler is the killer. C, Rear Admiral... I am having so much more trouble saying Admiral than I thought I would. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Rear Admiral Mustard is the killer. D, uh -huh. Mr. Legs. E, Prima Mozzarella. Uh, F, each other. Uh, G, there is no killer. Or H, the ghost is real. It was Mrs. Bunnylegs. <gasps> Mrs. Bunnylegs? No, 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 this wasn't me, you're wrong. No, she cries her innocence. Are you sure? A for yes, B for no. Yes. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> They're really... As I was writing it, I was like, oh, like I could sprinkle in a couple little details here and there. And then after the fifth hour of writing it today, I decided, oh like, God. no. I'm so sorry, Kyle. <laughs> no, I volunteered to do this. All right. So just then, the chief comes in with a cavalcade of cops and arrests Mrs. Bunnylegs and takes her away. And that is the end of it. Case closed. Hooray. Everyone celebrates with a piece of cake and, a, and toast to another job well done. And then the ghost shows up and goes on a killing spree. The oh. end. Oh, the no! Was Mrs. Bunnylegs. <laughs> the ghost was real? The ghost was real? <gasps> I died. Oh. We'll see if Jarrett does the same stuff. Thank you for having me. <laughs> there were so many options as we were doing this. That I, as I was writing, I was like, Jared's just gonna pick the, the craziest one out of all these every he time. Is. Yep. And so I had to extend those in certain situations. <laughs> of course. Like at the beginning. Actually, I won't spoil it because the viewers are gonna hear Jared talk about it next. Beautiful. Possibly. Well, that is 
it. Thanks, that Kyle. Is a spooky Halloweeny choose my own adventure, and I died. You made it farther than I thought you would on your first expedition. Thanks. And all right, so that's it for Cammy's story. Bye, Hopefully guys. We'll be talking with Jarrett next, and he can tell us his story. Yeah. Uh, the case of the spicy cake, Castelli Time Twins Mystery, will be available for purchase on our Patreon, <laughs> patreoncom podcast. Cue the intermission music. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. <laughs> Let's all go to the lobby and question Goodbye. Daddy Long Legs. <laughs> And we're back from the lobby. I am joined now by lovable, lovable man who has never in his life made a decision. Jarrett Miller. Jarrett, how you doing? Uh, I'm, I, oh, I can't really decide, Kyle. <laughs> I'm, feeling, I'm feeling lots of things right uh, we're now. Gonna, we're going to fix that for you by, uh, what's it, exposure therapy, where we're just going to Hit you with a oh, bunch God. of decisions you got to make, and then you're gonna. By the end of this, you're gonna be thanking me and writing a check for sixty-five thousand dollars. I hope so, Kyle. I really do. All right. And so, Jarrett, the case you, the Castelny twins will be taking on today, the case of the spicy cake, a Castelny twins mystery. The spicy pig cake. Oh, cake. Oh, oh, God, yuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pass. What's the next one? Oh, there's no passing. <laughs> That's the one decision you can't make. Oh, fuck. All right, so let me give you a quick summary here, a little, you know, inside the cover flap or back of the book. Okay. All right, so the Castelny twins, famous mystery-solving twins, uh, receive a strange letter inviting them to a party in a castle. The Did sender... Dean Koontz write this letter? Oh, I wish. It would have been so much better. <laughs> Damn it. Anyway... The sender, Mrs. Bunnylegs, asks for your presence to prevent a murder. <laughs> she claims a ghost has cursed the castle, and she tried to solve the curse by disassembling and then re- and then moving the entire castle, but she's not sure if it worked. She did it. <laughs> There's also a chance someone will take advantage of her superstition and hysteria and just try and kill her regular style. She's oh a God. terrible person with a lot of enemies. Can the twins solve this mystery before midnight? Let's find out. Um, I I choose to have sex with Mrs. Bunnylegs. She is not your potential romance option. Damn but there it. is romance in this. Uh, oh, right. This is just like Skyrim. <laughs> Do those Skyrim jobs. <laughs> it's happening all over again. All right. So your first choice. The two of you receive a mysterious letter. Who opens it? A. Jarrett, B. Cammy, or C. Neither. I'll, you know, since Cammy's not here, I'm just gonna go ahead and say A. Me. A. Jarrett. All right. So you open the letter and you read it. The letter requests your mystery-solving skills at the newly reassembled Welsh castle in the exact center of America to solve a oh, murder good. that hasn't happened yet. Do you A. Accept the invite and go? B. Call the chief and see what he want. He thinks. Or C, do nothing. <laughs> I'm interested to see what the chief thinks. Um, I want to take the case, but I just I want the chief's blessing. So I'm going to B, call the chief. All right. So you call the chief. You go down to the the, uh, the precinct and you show him the letter. He looks at it and he tells you, well, this, you know, I've been re- hearing headlines about this. Uh, I'll run a background check on her. It'll take about two weeks. 
and the party will be over by then, so that's not going to be much help. Uh, but he insists that there could very well be a murder, and he wants you to go. He gives you both a gun. Oh, wait, so would I have not normally have had a gun if I had chosen just to go? Or since I chose with the chief, I now get a gun? The um the chief route is the only one that gets you a gun. All right. Oh, this is awesome. Okay, okay. So I've, I've go, I'm going to the castle, baby. All right. You arrive at the castle. Jarrett, you're dressed up with a, a hat, a scarf, a magnifying glass, and a <laughs> bunch of cocaine. You're going for kind of Sherlock Holmes look. All right. Cammy has a leather jacket, cool sunglasses, and a fire axe disguised as, disguised as an umbrella. Oh, my. You meet the butler, Mr. Bigglesby, who offers to take your hat and umbrella. Oh, I forgot to mention your hat is full of knives. <laughs> You're one of the Peaky Ow, Blinders. My hat. My hat. <laughs> so you meet the butler, takes, offers to take your hat and umbrella. Do you A, make an excuse and keep your tools on hand? C, insult him and put him in his place? Or the third option, uh, kill him and declare yourself the killer? Um, I feel like the story ends if I kill him now, but, uh, I am, well, a, a f- well, uh, I, it's between B and C because I'm also a fan of, cl- uh, of class warfare. Um, so I'm going, I'm going to put the butler in his place. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to make him feel bad. All right. Hey, ugly. Okay. <laughs> Don't so touch my a- shit. <laughs> You annoying little butler. Do you know who we are? We're the Castelny twins, bitch. We know who killed JFK. (laughs) We solved the mystery of Bigfoot. It was just Gary. (laughs) And we were the ones who found the Loch Ness Monster, and now her power flows through our very veins. If we want to keep our... I am Loch Ness. I am of the Ness. (laughs) If we want to keep our goddamn stuff, we're going to keep our goddamn stuff. You see a mm-hmm. tear roll down the side of his face as you enter the ballroom with all of your things. Do you A, turn around and kill the butler anyway, or B, enter the ballroom? I'm going to turn around and kill the butler anyway for crossing me. There we go. Okay. <laughs> when I started writing this the first night, I was writing it and I was drinking and I got really into this kill the butler immediately route. <laughs> so this actually does go on for a little bit. All right. I love it. All right, so you turn around and cut his head off in one smooth motion. With he had hat. a gun. Uh, the other attendees are too shocked to move. Do you A, leap at the rest of them and kill, kill, kill? B, <laughs> flee into the night laughing as you go? Or C, turn on each other? There can be only one. Wait, what do you mean? Like, okay, so A is I start killing everyone, B is I run away, and C is, is you and Cammy fight each other. Kill- oh, me and Cammy fight each other. Okay, um... I'm going to go with A and just start killing all the guests. All right. My never, I never passed my psyche vow. <laughs> I had a bad day. <laughs> all right. It's been a week. Moments later, they're all dead except Mrs. Bunnylegs, the owner of the castle. You ask her how she knew you were going to kill them. She responds that she didn't and thought a ghost would kill her at the stroke of midnight. <laughs> Do you A, ask her about the ghost? B, scream not before us and cut her head off. Or C, scram before the cops get here. Um, I'm going to ask her about the ghost. All right. She tells you about the spirit of old lady Puffelhuff, <laughs> an ancient Welsh queen who was killed in this very castle on her birthday. And now she kills someone every time a party is thrown. Do you Jesus. A, 
wait for the ghost to appear so you can kill it? B, decide to exercise it to save the soul of a fellow killer. Or C, ghost and flee into the night. I'm going to exercise that shit. Oh, oh boy. All right, so you're going to need to search for clues if you're going to lay Miss Puffelhuff to rest. Do you A, split up, B, search upstairs, or C, search downstairs? I'm going to, uh, I'm, I, I say we split up. We can cover more ground that way. Are you sure? Yes. If you, or if you say yes, who goes upstairs and who goes downstairs? Or B, you can answer no and stick together. I'm going to say yes, and I'm going to send Cammy upstairs, and I'm going to go downstairs. All right, so we're going to stick with you for this. All right, it's dark and dank down here. Too dank to see. <laughs> the you, dank! A, grab a flashlight. B, grab a torch. Or C, attempt to use echolocation to guide yourself through the cellar. Echolocation. Your obnoxious screeching awakens a swarm of bats which engulf you and knock you down. And then a swarm of rats emerge and drag you, screaming into the dark, never to be seen again. Dead. <laughs> oh, that's the end of my adventure? Yes. Would you like to go back Fuck. and choose a different option? Let's go back and Cammy and I will stick together at the uh, instead of splitting up. That is excellent. Because then I, I, I can use her as a human shield then if anything bad happens. Yes. There's a, there's an idiom, a phrase, a motto in the D&D community of you never split the party. It always results okay. in failure. Damn it. All right. I so did you say known. the two of you are going to search upstairs or you're going to search downstairs? Uh, let's go upstairs because downstairs was, was I have PTSD. All right. So you go upstairs and you notice on the walls are row after row of portraits. As you walk by, the eyes seem to follow you and blink <laughs> do you a take a picture down to see if there's a spy or b shrug it off and keep searching uh shrug it off and keep searching you ignore the portrait and continue to search upstairs you find a book of dirty limericks but no clues <laughs> do you a check out the portraits b check the basement or c go to the ballroom and confront the ghost uh i'm going to say Check the portraits. But I'm also going to pocket the book of dirty limericks. (laughs) This will come in handy. (laughs) You see eye holes in the wall. There was a spy. You run into the next room and start pulling books off shelves until a secret passageway is revealed. Do you (gasps) A, investigate the passage, uh, B, regroup, or C, uh, ignore the passageway? You need clues, not sex tunnels. Sex tunnel. Let's go. All right. So you're going to explore. Is You grab a candle and you enter the tunnel. Your footsteps echo as you creep through the dark. It's like a okay. maze in there, but you're pretty sure you can find your way out if you have to. Suddenly, you hear the sounds of someone running towards you. The two of you brace yourselves back to back and are able to subdue your would-be attacker. You drag them out of the tunnels and see that it's a tall lanky fellow imagine Gollum from Lord of the Rings but six and a half feet tall Jesus do you a start with bad cop b start with good cop or c do you pity him much like Bilbo and let him go uh bad cop all the way uh he folds immediately he's terrified of cops <laughs> he'll tell you anything you want to know just stop, don't cop him anymore 
do you A, ask about the ghost, B, ask about Mrs. Bunnylegs, or C, ask if he believes in love at first sight? Love at first sight. He does. But could this really work? He's a castle freak, and you're a mystery-solving twins hot on a case. <laughs> you're from two different worlds. But then again, he's never felt this way before. <laughs> and if you're willing to give it a shot, do you A, give it a shot, B, reject him, you've been hurt too many times before, or C, run away, it's all just too much too soon? Uh, I'm going to take in this freak as my lover. All right. He's ecstatic. He can't wait for you to meet his parent, his mom, and to move in together <laughs> and to get a joint bank account. You're making all of his dreams come true. You all ride off into the sunset on the back of a white horse you found earlier that day. Oh, the end. Oh wow, that's it. Yeah, you want to go back and ask. But what is the mystery of Brinkleberry Manor, <laughs> her bun- bunny leg manor? Why didn't I ever come up with a name for the castle? Anyway. <laughs> Do you want to I go just back? assume what's what's the lady's name? Mrs. Bunnysworth. Bunnylegs. Mrs. Bunnylegs. Okay. Uh, I I would just assume it's Bunnylegs Manor. But she bought it. It's a Welsh castle that she recently purchased. Uh, she could rename it that, I guess. Bunnylegs. Um. Okay. So does the path does the does the tunnel lead to instant romance and death? Uh, no. You can instead ask him about either the ghost or Mrs. Bunnylegs. I'm going to ask him about the ghost. So he tells you about the ghost. As we said before, it's the spirit of old lady uh, Puffelhuff who was killed on her birthday. <gasps> but what you didn't, but the new information is that the manner in which she was killed, there was a gun hidden in her cake and it went off when she went to go take the first slice and it killed her. <gasps> <laughs> oh no. That's a spicy cake if I've ever heard of one. Yes, indeed. Uh, so he tells you that, and then you tell him to scram, and that he better not try to murder anyone, or he'll be sorry. Even though I'm suspiciously sexually attracted to him. Even though those legs go on for weeks. Auga! All right, now that you've questioned him, do you A, check out the basement again, or B, return to the ballroom to confront the ghost? I'm going to confront the ghost. All right. Because I have a gun, and I'm going <laughs> to blow her face off. I heard Angela Lansbury was in talks to play uh, Lady Bunnylegs for the ad- for the live adaptation of this, Kyle. True or false? You want to hear something? We're, cu- we're, we're cutting this part back in. You want to hear something really creepy about Angela what? Lansbury? So yeah. we all know that she recently passed, and it's a tragedy. The next day, I was scrolling through Hulu, and they had a... I forget if it was a movie or a TV show, but it was called Death, She Wrote. Oh, God. And I'm like, did they kill Angela Lansbury so they can make this show? Well, do they? Okay, I think they have those things, like, in in waiting. Like, because I think there was one about the queen, like, the day after she died. And it was on Hulu, too. So, Well, I think there's... this was, like, a Lifetime movie. Oh. Yikes. And it just... Like, I can understand the British government having a, you know, a, uh, what's what's it called when a notification of someone's death? It's in a newspaper. Sure, something in waiting while they're, yeah. like, they're like, okay, pull the, Obituary. turn the key. Yes. Yeah. But I don't expect Lifetime to have that for Angela Lansbury. That just seems silly. 
I wonder if Lifetime goons were the ones who put her in the ground. <laughs> she took four of them with her, but eventually <laughs> she had she she came to her wounds. Jesus Christ, I love it. Okay, so I found oh. the confrontation. <gasps> How many endings are there, Kyle? 45? A ton. <laughs> you should turn this into a board game. I could. You should. And then we can we could lobby the Mattel folks and the Hasbro people. Okay. So, you return to the ballroom. Okay. And everyone except Mrs. Bonnyworth is dead. So there's no party, which is what is required for the ghost to appear. Uh, so since the ghost only appears at parties, you two turn on some music and just start dancing until that midnight deadline. Fuck yeah. At the stroke of midnight, do you A, keep dancing, this is actually a lot of fun, or B, ready your weapons for a fight? I'm going to... I'm going to ready my weapon, but also keep my toes tapping. <laughs> You're swinging the uh, the knife hat around on your fingers and tapping your foot, keeping your eyes open. There you go. <laughs> So the ghost appears and declares <gasps> that you are trespassers in her castle and to prepare to die. You attack her, but your weapons pass right through her because she's a Fuck. ghost. Do you A, keep attacking, killing's all you're good at? B, escape f- further into the castle and come up with a plan? Or C, beg for mercy? Um, I'm going to beg for mercy and try to perform cunnilingus. <laughs> uh, the ghost accepts your begging. But instead of releasing you, she turns Cammy into a wise, cracking black cat and Jarrett into a zombie with his mouth sewn shut. And oh, my buried God. Out back. The end. Wow. I think that might be the best case scenario for this story. I'll take it. All right. Well, let me tell you, my favorite of those options was to escape in the castle and come up with a plan. Okay. And then what happened? You, re- you both realize you can't kill a ghost. And then your options become burn the castle down, do cocaine, or both. <laughs> oh, fuck. What happens if we do both? Uh, as you run around starting as many fires as you can, uh, <laughs> the ghost points out that castles are mostly made of stone, which doesn't really burn. And then fuck. the ghost kills you. But your cocaine-fueled mayhem uh, won't stop. You immediately return as ghosts, and with your new ghost powers, you burn down the castle with ghost fire. And the ghost of Mrs. Puffalup isn't vanquished, but now uh, she's bummed her castle's burned down. The end. I like that ending, too. That's At least it's a happy ending. That is the canonical ending of the genocide route. (laughs) Jesus Christ. No, that was great. Oh, my God. That was... uh... I'm impressed, Kyle. I'm big impressed. This took a lot more work than I initially suspected. I know. Oh, and we're and we're happy you did it because that was fun. That was fun as fuck. That's that better was. than any old Hellraiser review any day. Oh, uh, Hellraiser! What a letdown, especially after Prey. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. Prey was the is the shining star of Hulu, but uh, Hellraiser still wasn't bad. I enjoyed it. It was too fucking long, but well, I mean, given that the last, the well, I'm pretty sure is the most recent Hellraiser sequel before this made me literally want to throw up. It was so disgusting. Like, this is definitely an improvement on that. Oh, God. It had Speaking some big of throwing up. fat guy eating oh, I'm wet sorry. paper for a long time. Someone was eating wet paper in the last uh, Hellraiser? Yeah, some big fat guy, and it was disgusting, and it was... Oh, God. 
He had a fork and a knife, but he was just pogging it. Ugh. I love paper. We have such um, things pa- to show you. <laughs> this paper fan. Look at this guy. <laughs> There's um uh I, I found out that the new Terrifier movie is still playing by me now. Are you gonna go see and it? And I might, but I keep reading things that it it's that people are like passing out and throwing up in the theaters. I saw that as like a, a Twitter headline or something, and I just went like wow. Whoever made this movie just does not understand what an audience is supposed to be. I, I maybe I like, they're not that, there to you know, for you to hurt them. Like, but aren't we? Don't we deserve the pain? I don't. <laughs> I'm a good boy. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I it's been I've been hearing good things about it. So I mean, maybe, maybe I'll check it out. Maybe, baby. Maybe, baby, indeed. But yeah, Kyle, thanks again for having me on your on the Castelny Twin Choose Your Own Adventure. That was fun AF. Yes. I love it. And audience, if you want more content like this, I will happily rent a book and summarize it. Because I am not writing another one of these. Oh my god. That's fair. Beautiful. Okay, so should we plug it up? Uh, join us next week for the end oh, of yeah. our Halloween season uh, with our Halloween special. We won't tell you what it is. You just got to listen to it. It's a Halloween special episode, episode special, Halloween episode. Ah, 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 ah. Oh, do you know uh, there's a new Nightmare Before Christmas style animated movie coming to Hulu? With uh, with Key and Peele? Yeah. Cannot wait. That looks so cool. It's think, gonna be good as fuck. I I just if, if you were ever I th- I feel like that's for all the people who are like Nightmare Before Christmas is a Christmas movie, and that's that's for that this movie is gonna be for those people. It would make me so eternally happy if this is like a very like you know horror theme. Like I think there's ghosts and vampires and a rowdy teen. Um, oh, if this took place the week of Christmas in this movie. Just, oh just to God. fuck with those people again. I hope Jack Skellington's in it. That's all I hope. All fingers crossed. <laughs> I love it. Okay, I will be. Uh, I'll be ready. I'm excited to be back next week for all the fun we're gonna have. It's gonna be a hoot and a half. So an improvement Ooh. on yesterday. Amen. All right. Peace, love, and hand grease. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.